What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 105 and Today's trading day, today's trading session was very similar to what we saw yesterday in that we saw slightly lower volumes. Uh, of course, they were better than yesterday, but still far far from what we saw around 5th Jan and 6th Jan and so on. We also saw some uh slightly deceptive moves at the very start. In fact, uh as we'll you know once we come to the indices segment uh, which is the next one in case you're wondering you will see and you will understand that uh you know the the indices were very odd at the start and then uh, they actually picked up pace but uh this is not the indices segment so we'll sort of come back to the broad market overview uh it was the ratio the area ratio market wide for nse was 920 is to 652 so that's a pretty ratio a pretty decent ratio of course not as good as it was yesterday uh but still uh you know it it really isn't uh, that bad i think it's a 3 is to 2 ratio just eyeballing it if my math is correct so overall reasonable day uh the movements were a bit slower um but but really not something that i'd call flat or really not something that i'd call uh, super low volume so that is what i saw that is what i observed during the day and let's jump into the indices now all right so as far as the indices are concerned we've got nifty closing at 12362 and bank nifty at 32071 now if you are a keen observer uh you know, you you or if you just remember the nifty bank nifty levels you would understand that nifty was up 32.75 points and bank nifty was down 106 points so that's a very interesting thing uh and uh, one that we'll get into in a bit uh now recently in the previous segment i had mentioned uh that the initial moves were a bit deceptive now what i mean by that is when i now if if you follow me on twitter and instagram at markets with kr at indian markets with kr you would know that i share a lot of uh, pre market as well as just market open uh, stuff so i'll be sharing what the pre market situation looks like and then i'll share a little bit of a tweet like a very short lit- literally just one tweet on uh, what the market is like in the same context as the pre-market analysis uh you know an air quotes for analysis cuz it really is just a couple of tweets uh but if you if you if you remember that then you would remember that nifty was at uh around roughly the point at which it closed bank nifty was not at the point where it closed but the thing is they opened at uh just neck and neck like plus 3 and plus something but the very next moves were very very big you know the very next moves were like minus 10 minus 15 so literally right after open we saw some big moves happening and then after that it stabilized and then it just continued uh, sort of uh, you know staying where the previous close was 
And then in the last hour, hour and a half, it really picked up pace and it started jumping. So that is as far as Nifty is concerned. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, I haven't really seen the intraday movements yet, uh, but I will do so right now, right this, literally right this second. This is more of a live thing than anything. Bank Nifty went down almost immediately, took a bit of support, went up again, went down and just stayed around that level. So nothing spectacular as far as Bank Nifty is concerned. Now, the interesting thing, and so this is more of a continuation of our previous uh, discussion on where the indices are at. So Nifty Future um, touched 12,400. Nifty Spot seems to be quite comfortable at 12,300. The low was 308, so clearly that 300 level is acting like a strong support. So that that is very interesting. Now, if we sort of continue the methodology that we used last time, uh, as far as the volumes are concerned, and the retailers being more willing to pay, uh, you know, for a more expensive Nifty, by that logic, it seems that the FIDI involvement is still not quite there. And that, again, is is really kind of worrying and troublesome and sort of worrisome for me because ultimately it's the institutional investors and, you know, the bigger players in the market movers which will really give the market some direction. So if this is just the, uh, you know, if this is just the retail players doing their little thing and just artificially or just going by euphoria alone and then uh, we're seeing these nifty levels then that is definitely going to change very soon and as a result there there is probably going to be some sort of a sharp move however if uh, the fidis are comfortable at that at this level at the level where it's currently at then i doubt that it'll be that big of an issue because it's already here it's got a few supports now because uh, you know Obviously, those gaps are there and all of those things are there, but the trend line does respect it and it's got a previous base right around 12,290. So it has supports. And again, I'm talking about Nifty because that is the broad market index at the end of the day. So uh, that is my view. My, I mean, my view still stands like I, I still do feel that where Nifty is at, it's slightly overvalued and uh, I still do feel that there is a chance we see something negative happening in this week, if not a negative week. But clearly, so far, the markets are not, uh, you know, are not respecting that view. That's fine. Uh, they've they've completely, almost completely rejected that view. Uh, but I'm very curious to see. The week hasn't ended, so there is still chance. There's still time to see whether, uh, you know, in general, the market, and when I say the market, this is something that I'd covered, I think, like 30 episodes ago. When I say the market, I mean literally the market, like all of the market participants. The market isn't one entity. Sure, it's got bigger players and smaller players, but what I mean by this is if the market as a whole is comfortable at that level, then that is the level where it's going to, you know, going to play at. And like, four three four months ago i was talking about how eleven thousand three hundred is a very comfortable level for nifty and that 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 is the kind of comfort that i'm looking at you know i'm, I'm trying to see if there is a level where uh you know nifty has tried to breach it several times let's say twelve thousand is that level for example hypothetically speaking uh in order for it to actually qualify for my little test it would have to breach or attempt to breach 12,000 at least a few times 
to before actually you know concluding that hey that level is strong for example uh, or rather not for example this is actually what happened 11300 was tested so many times it's crazy and once it started climbing from from 11300 it did not stop so i'm looking at that sort of a base that to be formed right now 12300 12200 do seem to be respected 12150 is the last proper resistance that we spoke about uh, and that has clearly been respected so far so overall i'm not too sure uh, where the market will be but i still feel that there i there is some amount of overvalue uh, aspect to this because the macroeconomic factors just are not supporting this high of a level uh, at least in my opinion uh wpi i think was the metric that was released today and that is like five times higher than the previous one released in november again i might be a little bit uh, rough with all of these figures because it's really not my forte but uh, you know this is what uh, the news notification told me so i feel that these macroeconomic factors are not really supporting this price uh, it, it does not feel justified at least to me but uh ultimately uh, the market is going to do what it is going to do so uh coming to a little bit on bank nifty because this is the indices segment and i can't just talk about nifty uh the gainers and losers were 5 is to 7 so clearly a negative skew and negative bent yes bank was utter garbage today so it's it was down 8% uh, just below 40 rupees that's pretty bad and in general you know a lot of these bigger stocks and more important stocks you've got yes bank and dasind sbi kotak bank on the downside so on the losing side and we've just got hdfc bank up by 0.16 so all of those reasons are probably why bank nifty saw a negative day despite nifty being positive and if you remember i'll actually give you the date as well if you remember first no if you remember 8th jan's episode the lesson was the underlying stocks are very important for index trading the underlying stocks for nifty were strong the underlying stocks for bank nifty were not so strong so that is reflected in the final prices now let's move to my trades so uh, yesterday i had taken britannia's call at 3100 strike and i was able to exit that with a smudge under 50% roi so that's a good thing uh, i actually sort of could not exit at the highest where the call was at 77 i believe that would have been a crazy roi uh, but you can't get 100% of the moves ever so i decided to exit it a bit early because it it was showing signs of weakness but it later recovered so i'll just see where britannia closed it closed at 3105 so that is uh, i believe 10 rupees below or uh, 10 rupees lower than more where the level where it was at when i had sold my call so uh, the call prices are still not that low so had i held on to it i would have made more money but britannia is a stock which can really you know just just if it if it is not in the mood to stay where it's at it'll just fall add to that we've got 3100 level to breach today which was breached but there was a chance that it would have just fallen below that so Uh, as a result i just did not want to take that risk especially because britannia is not something that i trade very often so i decided to exit and accept that beautiful 50% roi profit the next trade that i took was nifty's call 12300 i took this on the basis of that moving average support during the day it was hovering around cost i believe the lowest it went was around 5 rupees or 
four rupees below cost but after that it was uh, you know relatively stable and ultimately uh, during the last half uh, hour and a half or so of the trading day uh, it it jumped so i was able to exit that with around a 40% roi if i remember correctly and yeah so those were the trades for the day and let's move to the lesson now so the lesson for the day is an interesting one and it is actually not a lesson that i learned because i made a loss but it's a lesson i learned because had i not unintentionally followed this lesson i would have uh, you know made, booked a minor profit slash a minor loss so you know depending on where the price would have gone when i had sold it 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 would have been around that direction so basically this is related to the nifty call and the lesson is the cost of entering your trade should not just be the brokerage that you've got if if you if you're doing especially if you're doing intraday at least uh, is my opinion you should think of it as your stop loss plus the brokerage and if you think of it this way you will be much more you know happy much much more willing to accept that loss uh then you would have if if you know you were just thinking of just the brokerage thing and this is something i personally do struggle with because i always just look at hey brokerage covered that's a good sign and if it just dips below i'm like holy shit i'll have to pay for brokerage <laughs> i'll have to finance loss but that is not the right thing you know ultimately the very the very fact that you're entering into trade shows your willingness uh, and ability if this reminds you of my economics demand and supply definition but whenever you enter into trade it shows your willingness and ability to accept a certain risk and that monetary risk you know that risk when sort of defined in monetary terms would be your stop loss so the moment you enter a trade just accept that there is a good chance your stop loss will be hit and if it's hit that's fine that's just the cost that you have to pay to earn that money so if you think of it this way i'm sure that it'll help you understand you know when to not exit because if the prices just dip by a little bit again not by a lot to trigger your stop loss but just enough to sort of uh, get those negative thoughts in your head then that is going to be a bad sign so that's my lesson for the day and yeah All right hope you found this helpful and informative uh that's it for this episode hope to catch you in the next happy trading tomorrow